Wonderful. That's all we needed from the for the previous episodes. I I, I sensed that was that was missing when I was editing them. Not enough hype. Not enough hype. So glad to bring the hype. Yeah. first time we're going to attempt having four people in one podcast yeah this is going to be pretty wild so uh today we have caroline and olivia and we also have juven who is just sat in the back uh drinking prosecco and clapping and clapping she's like our hype woman for the evening okay so we all know who olivia is we know what she's not but we don't know anything about caroline hello caroline tell us who you are not Who, who i am not yes i am not a burlesque dancer from 1930s I'm not a prize-winning taxidermist. But you have done taxidermy? I have not done taxidermy. I'm not any kind of taxidermist. It just hasn't won prizes? I especially haven't won prizes. And I am not a Formula One driver, or any kind of driver, actually. I can't drive. If you were going to taxidermise something, anything... What would you taxidermise? I would taxidermise... I don't think that's a word. It's a verb. I'd um, a shoe build stalk because they look like they would eat your children. Shoe build stalk. Mm. Never seen one of those. But evil looking. Can 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 we swear on the podcast? We can swear. We just can't be naughty <laughs> in other respects. Maybe just be nice. But also, okay. you're not sweary. I was well, bringing the worst out of you. I, no, I was about to say they were fucking scary, and then I was. Caroline's getting a fuck in this conversation. <laughs> now, now we've oh, we've no. earned the twelve A rating, and now. But you can only have one fuck in it at 12A. Well, you've got, got to ruin it now. now oh, it's got up to a 15. Can we keep going? <laughs> Nudity. What, what, happens when, what happens when we put a cunt in this? I'm taking my shirt off. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, All right. Oh, that's a shoe build stock. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we're looking at shoe build stocks. They look terrifying. I know. I love them. They eat little baby birds. Oh, my. So you could taxidermy a... It's eating a little baby bird. Yes, yes. Yeah. You could have a small bird. And it'll be just in front, inside my front door to scare people. If we're going to do this, can you do a 12-bird roast in taxidermy? But oh, obviously, instead of eating it, when Christmas. you have oh. a really small bird inside a slightly bigger... It's like a kind of bird version of Russian dolls, essentially. And then cut in half like a Damien Hirst. Yeah, literally oh, nesting like birds. Well, that's a shame. Pickles. eating. It sounds like the human centipede, but just... No, wait, whoa. No, whoa. no, it's not it's not a chain. It's like a like nesting yeah, a chain dolls. Chain. You know you yeah, you shove them inside each other. Come on, Josh. Oh, dear. Caroline was on program. board. Caroline was on board with swearing, but then Josh said human centipede and that was a step too far. I, I just yeah. <laughs> Lowbrow now. Just, you said 12 bird roast, which is terrifying. <laughs> I'm not sure a 12 bird roast even exists. Like, I've seen like a four bird roast, a five bird it's roast. It's not a spit roast. They no. just start inside I each know, other. I know, I yeah. know. It's Christmas time. You get a yeah. goose, then you get a turkey. Inside a penguin. I uh, like one of those little little baby ones. Like a... Chick. No. Quail. Quail. And then that one that's not a quail, that's just a small chicken. Guinea fowl. Mm. Oh, a bantam. Begins okay. with a pea. A pea hen. No, like a... A pheasant. A poisson. Poisson. A poisson. <laughs> not a fish. <laughs> Don't know. I can't remember. So we know who Caroline is not. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it, really. I can't remember no. what I was going to say. There was, a, there was a train of thought about Caroline, but... The next station for your train of thought to pull into is going to be, what's the theme of this episode? So the theme of this episode, which I said as a joke, but then became the theme, <laughs> is danger. 
All right, risky, risky choice. Can I say that again and you do some sort of sound effect? You know, you have to put in electric six, danger, danger, high voltage. You could sing it if I... I'm not singing it. Okay, I'm going to go... Josh, you're ready with the sound effect? <laughs> yeah. This week's theme... <laughs> I don't have a sound effect now, but yeah. <laughs> this week's theme is danger. Danger is the theme... Danger is the game. Yes. Um, Josh, you can go first. Well, the, so the game is that we're going to present some uh, hypothetical situations right here, right now. Uh, and each of us has, I'm sure I, I've prepared one. I hope you guys prepared one. A situation ahead of time. And then we can present it to the others. And they need to try and find the best solution to that hypothetical situation. I will go first. Uh, in this situation, you find yourself in a foreign country. <gasps> Uh, as you as you explore this foreign country, you're kind of in unknown terrain, uh, and you suddenly come across a community of who cannibals. you don't recognise. You don't recognise their like their culture, their way of life. But what you do recognise is that they communicate only through song. And to introduce yourself into the society and make a good impression, you need to sing a song that they will teach you. But you need to sing accurately. The twist of the situation is you are tone deaf. <laughs> How do you resolve this situation? Um, does something bad happen if you don't sing it right? Like, you, you die? I said they were cannibals, well, you get eaten. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that's basically it, yeah. Okay. They make a 12-bird roast, but we'll just you on yourself. <laughs> just... You are the largest bird. Oh. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we've got more heads to put together here to work out how yeah. we will survive this. Feel free to ask me more questions about the situation. But, uh, like... What about this? My question is, when did you come up with this? <laughs> about no, 30 fun. minutes ago. <laughs> um, do you have a tuning fork with you? Well, but uh, if you're tone deaf, what difference does that make? I don't know. I'm, I'm not tone deaf, so I'm not sure. <laughs> you don't have a tuning fork, but you could fashion one from some branches, maybe. Is there a local music store? You're in the middle of a very deep, a deep and dense forest. Uh, no, there isn't. But, I mean, okay, to be fair, the people are, they're, they're you know, they are, Musically inclined, that's how they communicate, so they may have a music store around. I, I would different. approximate the tune as best I can on some kind of marimba, being marimbas being the most common of the uh, instruments that come in, I was going to say foreign countries, and just be like really generic, but you know, like, <laughs> if, as like, it's one of the easiest instruments for people to make. What's a marimba? Mar- like a, a xylophone, but they tend to be wooden. Oh. So they, they make a really nice sound. And then you just do it on that. But that's I mean, that voice. It does, yeah, and also doesn't fix the problem of being toned deaf. I have a question. Is there a local who obviously can sing very well who is in your corner? <laughs> you just pay them off. You know, they might be... You might be their friend, you might be their lover. Basically, they have a, <laughs> they have a vested interest in you joining the tribe. And if you've ever seen the film Singing in the Rain, you'll know that there's a silent screen star who when they make the switch to talking pictures, she can't, she can't speak or sing well. So they actually yes. hire another actress to perform behind a curtain so that it looks as though she is, oh, that the voices are in tandem. Yeah. I'm wondering if there's a local that you can win to your cause and yes. kind of, you know, use their rendition. But if you can just mime well mm-hmm. that's a great suggestion but how do you ingratiate yourself with them that's a, that's the question are you sickeningly attractive <laughs> <laughs> the question is you're in the situation my question okay. to you is are you sickeningly attractive <laughs> i don't know well, i mean i reckon it, you're fit enough to put it off it'll depend on the standards of the community i mean you know what they're 
what their beauty ideals might be, you know, what, what they find attractive, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I think singing, a, 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 what, we, what we've ascertained is that they're very attracted to singing voices. I mean, you could just mm, force, so you're not, force so you're quite them. Low. You could blackmail them. You That's could another catch option. them in the act of doing something naughty and then blackmail them. You could catch them in the act of rapping, which is deeply, <laughs> deeply forbidden in this society. <laughs> Blackmail through rap. That sounds yeah. like a good, uh, a good starting point. Okay. I think we. So obviously you wouldn't go anywhere without your phone. So you'll have gone there with your phone. So why don't we just use the same app that we've been using to record this podcast to record someone to record else. someone else singing? Or you just then... like play an Ariana Grande song. You're like, yeah, this is me. <laughs> I've just jazzed it up a bit for you. No, but the, you, you need to sing the song. There's a specific introduction song that you need to sing. But you record them singing the song and then you play it back to them. You do some sort of high-level miming or you amaze them with this box of mystery that you've got that plays their song. I didn't realise there were different levels to mime. (laughs) You can can mime a song. Interpretive dance. Different levels? Different levels, yeah. I'd say level level one is just singing. A level four (laughs) would get you by, I think. Yeah. Okay. So it's all about the rapport. Yeah, I think potential get them to like you. Make sure they're a bit boozy beforehand. Like, have some jokes. Then crack. that could go very wrong, though. What if you know somebody like the grass curtain gets yanked down? If we go with my scenario, and then they're a bit boozy, <laughs> and then they're really angry. Yeah. Hmm. Or you just win someone over by singing like, "Oh, this is this is the song of my people," kind of thing. They don't know that you're tone deaf, so they don't know that the song doesn't sound right. Oh, this reminds me of so, so many. You, tricks. So you like. I'm going to sing Alicia Keys for them. They don't know who Alicia Keys is. They don't know what it's supposed to sound like. So that's fine. So you sing Alicia Keys badly, but they're just like, oh, this is the important song of their people. Look how impressive they are. And then it was like, yeah, cool. Will you mime your song for me? This reminds me of so many awkward trips where you've gone abroad and say you've been visiting like a school or some kind of lecture hall and like they've put on a show for you of the like local dance or like the local songs and then they turn around to you and go, now what can you do? And everyone <laughs> just... Sings Kumbaya. Comes behind them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but that's, that's a good question. This is lightning round. If you had to then... Uh, pick a song that you're going to sing that you know well personally you I'm talking about uh, which song do you pick starting with you Olivia well the only song that's been in my head since we started recording is the Elmo song which is like this is the song la 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 Elmo song which I feel isn't going to cut the mustard no uh, Laura what's your song oh I don't have one no I'm, I've, I've just been thinking about the Elmo song now I don't even know what the Elmo song is <laughs> Um, I'd probably do something like really dramatic, like maybe a full rendition of Bohemian Rhapsody, just to really throw them off with actions. Right. I I literally discovered that I know all the words to the entire first We Are Scientists album, so, so I could all I, of that. I can do the entire We Are Scientists, or it's <laughs> Manita by what are they called, Blue Eyed Blondes or something, which is a story a, a, a song about cannibalism. Right, that's giving oh, me an idea. Yeah. Ma- Manita, Nelly Furtado. Let's go. <laughs> we'll do it. All right. <laughs> All right, the, so just to summarise, the technique then is going to be to sing Manny to Nelly Furtado to ingratiate yourself with one of the people, try and convince them to either fall in love with you or blackmail them in the, in the, through the act of rap, rap, which is blasphemous in the society, and then use that to then present a fake singing in the rain style showdown at the end and hope that the grass curtain is not pulled down behind you. Yes. Absolutely, I think it's foolproof. Yeah, sounds like a great plan, thanks. <laughs> 
right, who wants to go next? Shall I go next? Olivia. Olivia. So, I don't know if you realise, I only realised five minutes before we started recording, it's International Dog Day. (laughs) Well, it's it's half past nine here, the dog day is almost over. Oh, the dog days are over. There you go, that's another song to sing. (laughs) Tone deaf. (laughs) (laughs) No chance, Olivia. Sorry, please, tell us your situation. It's It's National Dog Day, or International Dog Day. It is International Dog Day, and this reminded me of one international dog... Um, which did lead to a real, a real dangerous scenario. Okay, tell us more. So, okay, so imagine you are abroad in a foreign country, um, not in a remote community, just in a city. Why is all danger situations in a foreign country? <laughs> um, and you're staying with the parents of a very sweet uh, international friend you have. She's not there. At this time, you're just staying with her lovely parents who have um, very politely offered to host you and your friends. I know what this scenario is. (laughs) Um, They have a very small apartment because it's the kind of city where people live in close proximity. So there's only two bedrooms, a living room kitchen and a bathroom. And they have a dog who ostensibly is a very sweet and uh, small, mild dog, seemingly really loving towards their owners. However... The parents go out one day and the dog turns very rapidly against you and your friend and um, starts to growl, maybe starts to bite any, you know, extremities or any, any, any limbs left lingering over the bed. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, it decides that its place of safety that it's going to defend its home from is the bathroom mat, which is placed in front of the door to the only toilet in the apartment. Now, you can't get out of the apartment. I don't know why, but you can't. And you, after a long time has passed, you you really need to use the toilet. And the dog is fixed in position, hackles raised. Like, you probably could overcome it. You're physically larger, but you're going to get a nasty bite. You're going to, you know, it's going to draw blood, basically. And upset the family. And it could upset the family. If you take on this dog and the dog comes off worse... How how will that be a fair repayment of all the kindness of the lovely parents? I mean, I have a really unfunny, practical way of dealing with the situation, but... We're not interested in that. Yeah, I didn't think you were. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were. Um, I just want to say that I've watched a lot of... Um a lot of rom-coms with Ben Stiller and or Jennifer Aniston and I feel like I'm very equipped for solving this problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I can... So- Bearing in mind that I know nothing about this scenario or when it happened or who it may have happened to, um, I might also add that you could have not brushed your teeth yet and your clothes may mostly be in that bathroom, which might be the reason why you can't leave. Mm. That could also be a complication, yeah. Question. What's a hackle? Um, it's a no- that is an interesting question. That's a term that you only really hear in reference to dogs being angry um is it to do with kind of the fur on the yeah, back of their necks i think it's the the, the fur that stands up shall we ask legs? um our assistant jeeves to go- ask, go- jeeves. Google. Ask, ask jeeves ask jeeves <laughs> jeeves Was could you please deliberate? <laughs> no, uh, i mean i'm saying it was deliberate because it was very funny but no i just uh... i mean it, it is a pun that jeevan has been riding on for at least 15 years of her life 
So the definition for hackles is erectile hairs along an animal's back which rise when it is angry or alarmed. Good use of the word, okay. Olivia. Thank you, Jeevan. Thank Dictionary Corner. <laughs> I've never considered erectile hairs before, but... <laughs> <laughs> All them being raised when in anger. Yeah, I might start using it more as a, as a word. Just what, erectile or hackles? Hackles. Oh, OK. Like, oh, you're giving me the hackles. I don't think that's used correctly. Isn't that what the New Zealand rugby team perform when they uh, uh, start no. a sporting event? They perform the hackles. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you angry? No, my, my hackles are very flaccid right now. <laughs> I have flaccid hackles. Flaccid hackles. Yeah. That's a real problem. <laughs> I can see something like about a, that. Cools a cucumber, flaccid hackles, it's all the same kind of terminology. Anyway, uh, I have a question. So in, uh, if there's one thing that I know about dogs, is that they love a juicy bone. Do you have any of those? Um, yes, they're, they're atta- also flaccid. attached to the rest of your body. So, no, you don't, because the family is vegetarian. The family's oh, vegetarian. Okay. Also, this this is in a country where things are quite hard to read and everything is in very small packets packaged away in cupboards. <laughs> With packaging featuring cute, friendly dogs. So you're not oh. sure if it's got a dog in it or a bone? Not sure. Okay. I'm making uh, this harder for us by knowing is the situation. It, is, it, is it a big dog? No. It's a small dog? Yes. Could I pick like, it up? Like a terrier? You could, but you'd probably lose an eye. I'm willing to take that <laughs> risk. <laughs> also, I have glasses, so I have, like, protection. I mean, just, just to make this a bit of a game-changer, Caroline, the person in question that was trying to fight the dog was me. I, and, know, it was, and, I know it was you. And, and the dog bit me. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay, so you've already lost this situation. <laughs> I have lost this. I've tried everything. I, you see, I used to have a dog. I'm quite happy with dogs, even dogs that are a little bit, like snappy so i literally i would just like pick the dog up and move it i think i did try and pull the rug out from under the dog to try and get it to move <laughs> it out and i in my head I, I might be imagining it but i imagine that i pulled it quite fast and then she flipped onto her back and like wiggled her legs quite aggressively and then flipped back and was more angry but i might have just sort of created that scenario you just sort of poached the the dog <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go somewhere else with that, but it didn't quite, didn't, didn't quite transpire. Um, Poached the dog's nest. I think I'd just go into bed and wait until it was all over and probably piss myself. <laughs> just go pee somewhere else. Oh, 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 no, I've got it, 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 got it, right? Yes. Okay, you have the, 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 the problem and the solution are the same thing, right? You are full of piss. That's the problem, <laughs> okay? What do yeah. dogs respect most of all? Marking your territory. <laughs> I suggest that you piss all around the room, therefore solving the problem and no, also you, protecting you from further assault. No, you can't do that. You can't do that because you're in your friend's parents' apartment. You can't pee on their carpet. You could, you could blame it on the dog and they might get rid of the dog. Yeah. And they're just like, why is there... There is literally more piss on the carpet than there is dog. <laughs> I think there's a white clean floor, though. I think you might get away with that. Blame yeah. it on the dog. What do you think, Olivia? I'm just thinking how you would know a change has happened in the hierarchy. Like, would the dog look at the the, the puddle just... of piss and just like <laughs> bow its head and then just step politely to one side so that you can then pass? Because the the baton has been handed over. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I believe we did give it a good talking to. Like, I tried reasoning with it, had some frank <laughs> um, discussions, and it was having none. We of talked it. about our differences through, and we we did have divergent views, but there was a photo we of willing me to wagging my finger at it. Was it bullied as a child? But it's dead now. <laughs> it died. Okay. <laughs> it died. Olivia killed it. Did you it. kill it? 
No, it was Olivia. That's how they got into the bathroom. I think I came, I think I came close. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, surely there's also a sink in the kitchen. It's quite high up. There's chairs in the kitchen as well. A chair. Jeevan has pointed to... Oh, climber. I thought you meant piss on the chair. <laughs> Jeevan is mining, climbing up and... Uh, and pissing? pissing. I mean, this would really work as a visual podcast at this point. Okay, well, I mean, have we solved that? Sort of. I think you solved it eventually in real life, so that's so well done. I mean, yeah, you're here to tell the tale, so clearly... And she's not. Fun. She's very dead, so... <laughs> Yeah. I feel like I came out on top there, really. Top, oh, to, top, top well dog. Top I am dog. a top dog. Thank you. <laughs> Happy International Dog Day. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hit you guys with a scenario. I just... You know when you word something in your head and then when you go to say it, all the words sort of fall out and they don't go in the right order? I'm worried that's what's going to happen. So bear with me. But um, okay. So you go for a job interview for a job. You're not really sure what the job was because somebody just sent you a link on Facebook and it was a bit gobbledygooky. So you clicked on it, you went to the interview, it was really ambiguous and then they call you to tell you you've got the job and you're like, great, I needed a job, that's perfect, I've got this job. Um, and then they say you're going to start on Monday. So on Monday you go there and you realise that it's actually like an MI5 type mission. They've got your CV mixed with somebody else's and they have given you a very dangerous job where you have to protect, protect several people um, and you're going undercover to a, an unknown area to perform some sort of dangerous task. Obviously, it's that day, so if you were to back out it would look bad. And also they haven't got anyone else to replace you. They've kind of made it very obvious that you were the best candidate for the job and it needs to be happening right now. What do you do? Well, what's I... the worst that could happen? Death. So these people you're protecting are die. And you die. Okay, I mean, if I, I die, I mean... that's not great. But I've just met these people. I have no fondness for them. <laughs> I was about to say, literally, I was just like, this sounds like a you problem. I'm out, I'm out of here. Like, fuck this noise. Bye. <laughs> Okay. I don't need well. a job this much. Okay, guys. Um, but the people that you're looking after are of great significance to the country um, and they are national I mean, treasures. Oh, is it David Attenborough? Basically, David Attenborough, <laughs> David Attenborough. Judy Dench, Julie Walters. All um, of those guys. Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> what about the guy who plays Jean-Luc Picard? Is he there too? Um, pa- Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, yeah. Patrick Stewart would be, yes, with Bill... Uh, with Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Yeah. Ian McKellen as all well. Of them, they're in the, right. mi- in the, they're all in the same minibus, and you're Basically in charge. Basically, the cream of English mature <laughs> theatre is in your and, and David Attenborough. And, and David, David Attenborough, Attenborough. For some <laughs> reason. He's, He's driving the bus. <laughs> are we doing, like, the OAP's tour of, like, the... Also, they are all on a minibus, I've just decided. It's part of the scenario. That's how Why they, are that's they how, being targeted? That's Why how do we traveling? need to keep them safe? I couldn't tell you. It's actually classified information. Is the driver like Freddy Krueger or something? No, I was thinking the driver would be more like Coach Trip. You know, that really camp Channel 4 programme. Like, you'd be the coach, like the person with the kind of intercom. You'd be like, hello, everybody. Today, we are going to some fantastic places. Uh, and An then... undisclosed location in the middle of the British countryside <laughs> for some reason. It's, a, it's very like Henley. For, for, for an OAP's Hunger Games. No. Oh, they're being no, played no, up against each other. We're keeping it? them alive. Okay, so you're you're there in the job. You're ready, but you're not ready at all because it's not really your job. 
Um, <laughs> what do you do? Other th- well, I, I have a quick question. Is is uh, is Rowan Atkinson among the people on the trip? Um, sure. He'll join you later on if you get that far. <laughs> okay, because it feels like it feels very Mr. Bean, Johnny English style situation. <laughs> it does say um, it does sound like a sort of you know British caper film. Obviously, in that scenario, you just give it a go, don't you? What you do is you spend half an hour very quickly writing an admittedly very bad screenplay that will act out a, a danger-saving scenario, and then you give it to all these very very competent actors and go just just act this out and they will act you out of the situation because they're so good and then you don't have to do anything it's a bit like on school trips when you have a contact tree um just assign everybody their own contact within the group so they're each responsible for another individual and then that just halves <laughs> your work straight away <laughs> so if you like get on the bus system. and then patrick stewart's like ian ian's not here then you know straight <laughs> you know straight away there's a problem and you can fix it in twice the time twice the time double the amount of time <laughs> it would have taken you one minute, but instead, because you've got two people on the case, it will take you two minutes. Because they're all quite old. It's taking twice as long. Well, they have to hold hands with each other, right? So yes, you have to walk crocodile down the street. <laughs> I mean, this isn't quite the turn that I was expecting from this scenario. <laughs> well, it's Rowan Atkinson's there. What, what do you expect? It's... So, um, so you've accepted the job? Yes. I mean, oh, I, yeah, technically, I haven't. I've left. So you, you've left all of the national treasures to They're going to die soon, so, you know. I mean, I love them, but they are. Okay, Caroline, okay. sorry, I'm, I'm sorry you've lost the job. You are off. That's, that's fine. I never wanted the job in the I'm, first place. I'm reverting back to kind of teacher, keeping all the people safe on a sort of trip, you know, contact trees, pack lunches, <laughs> don't eat any suspect food whilst we're don't out. Don't put the glue in your mouth. Um, you know, and just sort of keep everybody together. Make them wear a uniform so that they're easily identifiable in a crowd so they slip away. Jackets. You can find them again more easily. Um, <laughs> have their parents on speed dial if any issues, any medical issues arise. Oh, uh, okay, and Josh, how would you tackle this scenario? I'm kind of leading into the Mr. Bean style approach. I'm just going to lean into the fact that I'm totally unprepared for this and kind of let fate guide me through a kind of slapstick solution. Like the like, there's a gunman. I don't know. I don't know what the danger is, but like you know, oh, I accidentally I trip up and stumble, and then like I roll, and then I knock into him, and then he falls over like a sandbag, and then falls <laughs> in a big jar of paint, and then he can't see where he's going, so he stumbles over and gets like, feathers stuck on him, and then like eventually he gets rolled in a carpet, and then we catch him. <laughs> <laughs> I love What's that the danger we're this, facing? Well, it's an unknown danger. Um, I like how your scenarios only work in the UK. Like, if you were in any other country, this just wouldn't work. Like, this very British way of dealing with situations. Like, no school. By just sort of ignoring them and hoping for the best, but also making a list. Yeah, like, no telephone tree in other countries. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going so you've with... you've got to keep... But mind you, they did say the mission was at an undisclosed location in this country. Yeah, yeah, she did yeah. say it. So but that, you know... We're fine, yeah, we're it fine. Works. That's good. So we're going with bumbling British... Stoicism, mm-hmm. stiff upper lip. If it, if it all goes wrong, you know... At least we tried. Have a fight in a fountain or, you know, appear in public naked and... A bit all, Bridget Jonesy. It'll all, it'll all work its way out. 
Yeah, like uh, I think the worst that's going to happen in my situation is like I trip over and my trousers come off, and then like you see my red and white spotted underwear. Yeah, or you look a bit foolish in front of someone you fancy. That's really as bad as it gets. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> and it goes like <laughs> wah, wah, <laughs> some kind of funny sound effect, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've successfully got out. Um, you've not been, unfortunately, you've not been hired for the next mission um, because they do realise that you have no idea what you're doing, but you have safely saved the nation's treasures. Okay, so Caroline, um, any idea what your scenario is going to be? I have absolutely no scenario, though Jeevan Jeevan did come up with a scenario that I I suppose I could borrow. Okay. Which is... Borrow, but but put a a spin on it. Your own personal yeah. spin. Okay. So what what was it? Thought Park Fright Night? I've not been to Thought Park, so I didn't know this was a thing. But there's a, you're in Thought Park Fright Night. and The most frightening night of the year. Obviously. <laughs> it's not Halloween, it is January 7th. It's very specific. The second most frightening night of the year. Anyway, um, and you get locked in some kind of um, amusement thing. Sort of Hall of Mirrors. It's a contradiction, isn't in it? In Hall really? of Mirrors, that would be awesome. In a Hall of Mirrors with... Someone sexy? Sure. Sex- Why not? Sexy. Someone someone sexy. That is quite dangerous. At least a trio of very scary clowns. And sexy clowns? So a sexy person, a Se- trio of clowns. Three sexy clowns. <laughs> no, 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 no. Three clowns. One sexy person. One sexy person, gender of your choice. And um and a small dog. A small dog and David Attenborough. One of them is the murderer and you have to work out who. Ooh, and if you get it wrong, is there a danger and, to you? Well, if you get it wrong, you get killed. Did one of them murder someone? Um, yes, there is a small pile of corpses in the corner with a... a small pile? Well they, well, they wouldn't be a murderer if they hadn't murdered someone, would they? <laughs> they're, they're, they're a serial killer. Why is it a small pile? Well, because a big pile is alarming. A small pile is just cause for concern. But, but it's not a pile of small people. It's, but it's not a shag pile. It's a pile of a few bodies. No, no, no. It's like at least five corpses. Okay. That's a big pile of dead bodies, I would I say. I mean, in comparison to some things, They it's could not. be children. Small pile. Yes. Okay, but are they children or are they adults? They, I, I, that, that doesn't particularly matter you can decide what I don't know I think people that kill children are probably of a different ilk to people that kill one is a child Caroline would kill other people because they're nearly dead anyway one is one is no there's no dogs there is there is an evil alive dog there's no dead dogs Um, (laughs) and a dead dog (laughs) a dead child a dead adult a dead other things what was that bird again I think you're the murderer I, I'm not in this situation. I am. I am the all-seeing eye in the corner watching this play out. If you do get it, if so you, you do to... guess correct, they let you out. Um, do you have you asked them all who the murderer was? Have you had a frank conversation? Look, I know that one of you did this. Who was it? Own up now. It'll and be like, easier on you if you oh, do. It was me. Okay, well it was you. Great. Off we go home. Everybody else. Well, and I mean, jam and if, tea. If if that works, but assuming you have tried that and it doesn't work, uh, did it? Do the wounds on the on the on the dead people and other creatures we haven't identified yet? Uh, do they look like dog wounds? They, they, dog wounds. Some some look like bites. Some look like slashes. Some look oh. like they could be gunshot exit wounds, but there are no entry wounds. Does the dog have hackles? I think all dogs have hackles. And if so, are they raised? Probably. <laughs> do um, the dog have a gun? I. It doesn't have a possible thumb. Does the dog, so does the dog have a smoking gun? Then, in which case, it's the murderer. 
Is the dog yeah. ha- is the dog strapped to one of the people? You are alarmingly <laughs> hung up on the dog. <laughs> no, I, just, I try to eliminate the dog as a suspect, and it seems like, like just their gunshot wounds. The dog's well, not I mean, a suspect. The, the, the lack of opposable thumbs, I would have thought, would eliminate the dog as a do suspect. Do any but... of the people have a gun on them? Uh, you'd have to ask them. Uh, do any of you have a gun on you? <laughs> I guess not. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. They could be lying. They're not saying anything. Okay, so I think I think I think we're gonna like if we're gonna go be black and white about this. I think what Carolyn's saying is you can't be sure of anything they say. So you're gonna have to physically attack each one in turn, bodily search them uh, before you know where you are. The twist I'll, is I'll you ser- are the murderer. <laughs> I'll search the sexy one. Oh. Yes. Livy can take the three clowns. Jeevan gets I can the handle dog. three clowns. Oh, well, who gets, I who feel gets, like, I feel who gets like... to body pat down David Attenborough then? <laughs> Poor David Attenborough. He's got more than he bargained for this I know, week. he's already had a horrible day trip with all of the cream of British theatre. Now he's stuck in a hall of mirrors with dead bodies. What? I mean, what are our credentials? I mean, you are you. So why am I there? <laughs> I mean, why was I there in the last one? Well, you went for a job interview that went wrong. I mean, that, but that was a them problem. It was not a me problem. Um, I would just tell them all that there is an all-seeing eye in the corner oh, and no, um, they saw who the murderer was so there's no point in and pretending anymore and unless they confess in the next five minutes they're going to die and it's their own time they're wasting oh. and if nobody confesses soon <laughs> detention <laughs> Liv's really on this teacher teacher vibe I think, I think acting like a teacher sometimes just kills does it. all manner of it ills, completely throws it? people just be like um boys who did the murder <laughs> Sit I know down. one of you did it. None it's of your you, own time you're wasting. None of you can go home. And while you're at it, tuck your shirt in. <laughs> uh, just yeah. a quick question, though, because I feel like I missed something earlier. What is an all-seeing eye? Oh, no, just Laura asked where I was in the situation. And she was, was the like, all-seeing I'm eye. All-seeing eye in the corner. The CCTV. It sounds as though you're your own solution. Yeah, because, you saw yeah, it all. You've seen, so it. you've seen it play out. I'd get my walkie-talkie out. Caroline, um, who did that? Do you want to do a walkie-talkie noise? <laughs> Caroline, Caroline, who did the murder? Over. That, that ruins. I yeah, that ruins the game. Does it really? Because <laughs> it means that the murderer is caught. So surely any game I you're mean, playing then is. Surely, if the murderer just kills everyone, it's not my problem anymore. Well, you have a very fatalistic <laughs> view. Fair I mean, this was a half-assed scenario at best, so I, I I can't really provide well, you with the answers that you wanted here. Okay. Okay, well. I can solve it. I can yeah. solve it if you want. Go it's on. It's obviously the clowns. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're evil. And there's three of them, so it's triple trouble. <laughs> triple trouble? That sounds like a great ice cream flavour. Triple trouble clown murder. There we go. Yeah, they probably did it. It's always the clown. They probably did. And it it's wouldn't be David Attenborough, clearly. So. No, he'd never kill anything. It's not David Attenborough, it's not the dog. But David Attenborough would let it happen. He would watch it happen. Because, yeah, because it's nature. He can't, he can't interfere. No, so... Yes. I mean, and also, he's, he's, like, too old. He might... So does him. that make him an accomplice, or...? What? He's an definitely complicit. An accomplice to the murder. Yeah, so three clowns did it. David, accomplice. The hot one comes home with me. Um, <laughs> and the dog can just... The dog can just keep playing with this gun. No, I think the ideal situation is that you bring justice to a murderer. Murdering clowns. The, so the, the clowns... Against three murderer clowns. Clouds? Yeah, this clouds. Has, this has <laughs> Three murdering clouds. I wandered lonely as a, a murdering cloud. Well, with, that's, that's why you were lonely. <laughs> with two other clouds. <laughs> Not so lonely. Yeah, okay. I think Wait, did you it. say cloud or clown? Well, well that's it. Olivia said cloud. Or... Initially, because I've, I've been hearing clown this whole time, but maybe it was it cloud. Is, it was cloud. 
Clowns. Clown. Clowns. Apparently I can't distinguish between a cloud or a clown. This is a real problem. <laughs> this is a real danger. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. So that was a good situation, if a little bit half-assed. It's true. Okay, so we finished number three. So, I mean, I liked it last time when we didn't even say goodbye to anyone. And we just went, and then afterwards you were like, bye then. <laughs> bye. We can say bye now, at we, least. Should we say bye to Jeevan? Thanks, Jeevan. Or good night. You're welcome. Good night. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.